Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. And here we go, Armed American Radio's Thursday edition underway, hour one here in the Six Hour Studios. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch, sitting in front of his crossbreed holsters, powerful microphone. It's all being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, how you doing today besides Ornery? We're both tired today. We've been doing a lot of work lately, studio stuff, man. Yeah, and I mean, not to mention everything I do with this show, but everything I do outside of this show specifically, it's just been a really tiring week. How's uh, how's Charlie Kirk doing today? Uh, as far as I can tell, just fine. Uh, that, that, whenever there's hesitation, that means Greg's been very busy. Greg, you want to tell people where they can watch us in high definition? And we'll get to our guest, David Codria. Oh, hey, more work. Uh, head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. I'm not uh, doing my job if I don't ask. I might as well interrupt you, too. Yep, there we go. Head on over to that website, and at the top of it, you'll see all the links. Uh, the Watch live option, so you can see Mark in 1080p. You've got the... Uh, Listen live option in case you're out there driving, the podcast link in case you need to get caught up on anything, and the shop link if you'd like to support the show. Uh, if you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Yeah, we have all kinds of new stuff going on in the studio today. I tested it yesterday. We have a new board over here on this end. Oh, wow. It's kind of fun stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I understand. You know, with the new NX and everything and uh, engineering, and you've been dealing with that stuff all Mm -hmm. week long. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah, so there you have it. So let's uh, let's try to make your life a little bit easier today, and I figured we could do that by bringing in David Codry. He makes everybody's life easier, mine included. David, how are you, my friend? Oh, Greg has things to do besides Armed American Radio. I'm I'm surprised because I, I have I don't have a thing to do and, and I just sit around all day waiting for somebody to call me so I have something to do here. <laughs> so I called him earlier twice, he didn't pick up, I texted him and he responded back, Sure, yeah. Meaning, can you come on the program with me today? I'd love to have you on. So you must not have, he was so doing nothing, he didn't take the calls. I, I know, I, Greg, I know how that is. <laughs> Nobody ever takes my calls. David, you know what I have to tell people? Like, I'll call A.W.R. Hawkins, for example, and he won't pick up the phone, and I'll have to text him. I'll say, well, you know, when somebody famous calls you, you're supposed to pick up the phone. And he calls well, me back. I, he says, well, who famous called me? <laughs> it was just you, dude. Moving on. <laughs> for 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 one reason or another, my cell phone in the house does not ring, and uh, it'll go straight to voicemail, and I'll check it, and it'll disconnect itself, and I'll have to reconnect it. Uh, but it, but if I don't do that, like uh, every so often, I'll find that it's disconnected, and people are trying to get a hold of me. Uh, so anyway, it doesn't matter though, because I got nothing to do anyway, right? 
Yeah, I think one of the funniest things from AWR was when he called. He said, is, did Gene Simmons just try to call me? <laughs> oh, I saw you try to call. <laughs> David, there's a lot going on, but kind of not. It's it's kind of weird out there right now. Would you agree with that? In gun rights world, is it kind of strange? You feel the you feel the weirdness? Everything is weird, but there is a lot going on. There there's a tremendous a lot going on. I mean, there 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 were those uh, two cases out of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Okay, that uh, that our friend Stephen Stambalia and Alan Becker involved in. Uh, there's what just happened with the uh, Supreme Court sending the uh, frame and receiver markings back to the Fifth Circuit, uh, and and uh, Barrett uh, surprising us, and and Roberts not surprising us uh, in terms of not siding siding with uh, the other four uh, conservative justices. Uh, there's all kinds of different assaults on the Second Amendment that are going on everywhere. I just I just read in Oregon the Democrat Secretary of State is trying to disqualify for running for reelection all of the Republicans in the legislature who did the walkout so that yeah, they wouldn't yeah, have that broke today. Okay, and and then then I'm seeing that uh, in in Wisconsin, Republican groups intervene to stop Democrats' lawfare against Wisconsin elections. So they're coming in and they're 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 trying to, uh, you know, the the very people that complain about elections denying people and disenfranchising people from their right to vote are, of course, the biggest abusers. And they're guilty of everything they're accusing everybody else of. Projection, totally pure projection. It really is fascinating. I, I, you know, a lot of this, I, it's kind of strange. The reason I say it's kind of strange, and I know better than this, but, you know, obviously this is what we do all day. And some of this stuff is just popping up at last minute. And you would think that some of this would be making bigger news than it's currently making. So you brought up Coney Barrett and you brought up Roberts. Let's go there, because that was a topic of discussion over the week, of course, where the ghost gun vote uh underscores in your headline i'll read your headline underscores importance of vetting judicial candidates on second amendment give me your take on coney barrett and roberts not wanting to put or to continue the stay while this works its way through the fifth circuit what's your thoughts here I think they're kind of going with stereo decisis and, and procedure. I think that they're saying that, you know, they really don't want to touch it at the Supreme Court level and they want to send it back and let things work out without them. I think that if it did come to an ultimate vote by the Supreme Court, uh, I, I don't think that Barrett would betray us, although Roberts, I uh, really have concerns about Roberts and, and how reliable he is. But the, the thing that got me on it is that Everybody else was talking about this. And, you know, Mark, when I write about something, I try to come up with with a perspective that nobody else is really talking about. And so the perspective I came up with is something that I've talked about before, how we have these federal judges and Supreme Court judges. And in the confirmation process, we never really ask them specific questions. And everybody kind of thinks, well, you know, we can't really do that because that's, you know, not the way that the game is played. And, And my position is... Well, wait a minute. You know, what job have you ever interviewed for for, that you would have gotten the job if you had decided to play coy with the hiring managers? 
And I think that it absolutely might not be appropriate to ask them about specific cases that they may have to decide on, but you can certainly, it's certainly legitimate to let us have a read on where they stand on, say, the Bill of Rights. I don't think that that's out of line at all. And uh, and so what gets me, though, is that uh, you always have the reader that just reads what they want to read into it. And uh, so I got one guy, this article is one of the stupidest I've ever seen, okay, and trying to lecture me on what it is they did and what it is they didn't do. What are you going to do? You know, it's like when we you talk about win. other... It- yeah, you can't yeah, win it, in that situation, David. I, you know, you learned that a long, long time ago, right? Oh, it's it's like talking about Hunter Biden. Okay, they just, you know, there's there's another case that says that you know what, Hunter Biden's drug issue may not be a problem after all if it turns out that that that's not a disqualifier. And you and I have both always said that you know what, our our concern is that there's two standards of justice, not that we want that enforced and that we think that that you know people ought to be denied uh, guns, you know, based on, based on uh, back background check that's nothing but a prior restraint anyway, okay? But, I've again, people accusing me, well, why are you supporting gun control? Not what we're doing here, pal. Yeah, I, let me give you uh, my take on the, uh, because I, I'm not going to say that my opinion is evolving on it. It's not. My opinion has remained consistent regarding the Supreme Court. I'm going to go back here to, to the uh, Fifth Circuit and the, the frames and receivers, because to me this seems very procedural, Okay. In a post-Bruin environment, let me throw that caveat out, because I think post-Bruin environment makes a difference. I don't know that Coney Barrett, and I'm not sure Roberts either, would have done what they did had there not been a Bruin decision that the courts are looking at. Right, I think the courts right now want to see how the lower courts are going to rule in some of these cases in a post-Bruin environment. Now, would it have been ideal had they said, yeah, the stay stays in place as it works its way through? No question. But I don't think, like you just said, I don't think it's indicative of how they're going to vote on it if it gets to the bench, if it gets to their bench. You see what I mean here? It's kind of hard to explain this because you can't get in the head of the justices. You just can't do it. But we can analyze it and talk about it, right? Yeah, no, no, and and, and that, that that's absolutely right. And you know, the thing the thing that gets me is that we make this clear in what we say, and yet somehow or other people still manage to miss the point. Okay, and and I ended mine. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I, just as I was writing it, uh, Alan Gottlieb came out with an alert from the Second Amendment Foundation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was just the perfect way to end it, where he said the Supreme Court, in issuing its ruling, did not address the merits of the case. They only said the stay will remain in effect pending the appeal now before the Fifth Circuit and disposition of a writ of certiorari if a writ is timely sought. Now that the Fifth Circuit can actually rule on the merits of the case, we expect a very favorable ruling. Can't get- and we'll, Let's leave it at that when we come back. Let's pick it up there. It's very important. Obviously, I've spoken with Mr. Gottlieb about this frequently, and he's talked about it on the broadcast. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. David Kodria for three more segments. It's going to be a very good hour. It's going to fly by, so buckle in. We'll be back in four minutes.
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, and precision. Those are three things that Democrats know nothing about. Welcome back inside the Sig Sauer Studios here at AAR Ranch. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike with you today and every day. Both hours of this program is all being brought to you. Every minute of every show is being brought to you by the great X Insurance. We're continuing the conversation with great David Codria. David, back to one of the things that you mentioned, and I think it bears repeating, and that is the merits of the case, right? We've seen this a lot where the other side takes a decision whether or not to move on a case that's currently moving through the appellate process. And by not doing so, the mainstream media says big victory handed to gun control crowd. It's not a victory. The Supreme Court didn't hear a case. Nothing was decided on the merits. They let it go through the process. Isn't that the way the game is supposed to be played and why we really shouldn't get all, quote unquote, pun intended, up in arms over that? I see the same hyperbole, though, coming from our side. That's true. Uh, particular, particularly among some of the, the YouTube talking heads uh, that, that come up with these hyperbole headlines with exclamation points after them. Uh, and, and that's something that uh, it, it's, it's one of the reasons why I prefer a format of writing things out that has links to substantiate things and you can have a discussion and you can prove what you say all along without just going through commentary that can't be checked like that and I prefer formats like this where you and I can discuss things and uh, you know people can check these things for themselves but I see the hyperbole coming from both sides and that's something that I wish our side would exercise more self-control over well let me ladies and gentlemen let me prove David's point for him and throw out just a hypothetical David imagine what our side would have said had the Supreme Court allowed the stay to remain in effect. We would have said the same thing. Would we have called it a victory? Yeah, probably. Right? If, yeah. But see, I mean, and that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's what, Dave, what David is referring to here. And that gets a little bit dangerous, right? And we've talked about that on this show many times in many previous decisions where the Supreme Court refused to get involved, didn't want to, just didn't want to take anything. They didn't rule on anything. I've made that comment many times on the show. The Supreme Court didn't rule on anything. They chose not to hear it at this point while it works its way through the system. However, I've been honest about this, that if they did, if the Supreme Court said, no, the stay stays in effect, we're not going to side with the government here, or as Lee said, show deference to the government in this case, we would say the same thing that the other side is saying. Uh, is that a dangerous thing? When I we sit here a- and rag them for what they're saying now on the other side, when, yeah, let's be, let's be real. I, I think that you always have to keep things in perspective. And when you start resorting to hyperbole, uh, here, here's the danger that I see it. You, you start getting energy focused in the wrong area. It's, it's like, you know, these, these Democrats are, are now saying they want a thousand percent tax on guns. Okay. Which obviously we know all the arguments against it. It's going to hurt the poor people the most. It's going to create a black market. You think things are dangerous now with drugs. Wait till the cartels move in with guns. But the bottom line is that that bill doesn't have a chance in hell of passing. 
right. for now anyway. It's instructive in terms of showing what the Democrats have in mind and what they would do if they could do it. And so it's valid to look at it from that perspective. But to get everybody up in arms that the Democrats are going to propose a thousand percent tax and, and get everybody writing their congressman or doing whatever or focusing on this and spreading this around as opposed to keeping your eye on the ball in terms of what's in front of us, I think that such distractions end up hurting us and diffusing our energy and our effectiveness. Could that be by design? Well, the thing mm-hmm. is, though, it's uh, uh, nah, here, here's the thing, Mark. It, it's coming you know, a lot of it is coming from our side, so to speak. No, that's, okay. that's why I asked that question. Is the other side doing it to get to elicit that response from us? Look, the Democrats will throw out whatever garbage they can throw against the wall in whatever form of a bill or that they want. For example, this thousand percent excise. This is not the first time they suggest, suggested an excise tax sure. on firearm purchases. It's, it's not going to be the last time. And this yeah, bill and- doesn't stand a chance of getting through the Senate, even in the current Senate makeup right now. But that doesn't stop them. So are no, they doing it intentionally? What, what so I'm are they saying fundraising is, off of it? What, what I'm saying is that I expect our side to be savvy enough to realize that and not put the hyperbole on it coming from our side, because that is playing into the hands of the Democrats. Well, you know, the FPC put some pretty strong emails out about the refusal of the Supreme Court to keep the stay in place, right? Because now it forces us to have to spend more money Sure. pursuing this in the Fifth Circuit. And the FPC is not wrong about that. I'm with them. I love the Firearms Policy Coalition. I don't disagree with them at all. What I'm saying is I understand the I, I, I see in a post-Bruin environment why the court is doing this. I don't like it because we all want the victory now, right? Good heavens. Now we got to go through this again. What happens If the Supreme Court doesn't grant this cert, you know, at some point down the road, you know, how is this going to play out? These are answers that we don't know. What is Roberts going to do if it gets to see all of these unanswered questions? So, yeah, it would be nice to see them say, no, not going to happen, because that signals what it might look like down the road if the Supreme Court grants cert in a particular case. In this case, we're talking about the frames and receivers, but it could be anything. Yeah, you know, it could be and, any, and, any Second Amendment case. We could be talking about this. Yeah, and in any any rule that they want, you know, right. bump stocks, uh, you know, forced reset triggers, you name it, and that's just you're you're right. It's the way the game is played. But by the same token, we all understand the principle behind it, and we all understand the founding intent was shall not be infringed, and we all understand that it was arms, meaning what the Democrats are horrified by you know, using weapons of war with with quotes around that, and. In a way, it becomes a little irritating once in a while to see all the procedural T's being crossed and I's being dotted to appear proper when you know damn well what the real answer is. And and the real answer is that this should be a slam dunk and, and it should it shouldn't even be a question. And well, I, I think that, what, that's, what that's me- where people... I think that's where people who aren't lawyers and, and don't understand this, the, the why such deference is at times paid to stare decisis, mm-hmm. when, in fact, if you take a look at the Supreme Court reversals that have happened, hey, you know, just because, just because a court said at one time doesn't mean that that's the way things really are. 
Yeah, and just because somebody ruled one way one time doesn't mean they're going to rule that way again either. There's always that fear. And for those of you who might not be up on some of the legal jargon, stare decisis, of course, being showing deference to precedent, okay, is essentially what that means. David, when we come back, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about cops and ATF and Hunter Biden and a Fox News report that's out there. And you wrote a piece about foreign nationals being empowered to disarm American who, Americans who needs blue helmets. I want to bring some very harsh words from a retired Seattle cop in on this and compare what's going on in New York City and other Democrat-run cities, including Chicago, and tie the ATF into it and just make a big old pot of stew out of it. David Cody, right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, welcome back inside the AAR Ranch Six Hour Studios. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters mic for you. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com, armedamericanradio.com. They make these discussions possible every single day. And as you see, these discussions get more and more important every single day as the left continues to beat down the Second Amendment. I'm talking with great David Codria. David, welcome back in, brother. Be here, Mark. All right, let's go to let's go to a, a Fox News piece I got this morning at about eight thirty. Retired Seattle cop unloads on spineless mayor and extremist city council in brutal resignation letter. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not, not necessary for you to have seen it, but we'll just tie it together. But this is a now retired cop after 23 years of, quote unquote, pent up frustration with police and city leaders in an unfiltered, raw and unapologetic resignation letter. It's Lieutenant Jessica Taylor, formerly of the Seattle PD, who retired 10 days ago on August 1st. But instead of filling out, according to Fox, the standard exit interview form, she wrote a scathing letter in which she basically slammed police chief Adrian Diaz, Mayor Bruce Harrell, and the city, uh, Seattle City Council for allowing the city to descend into anarchy and chaos. Chief Diaz, let me tell you, the state of the Seattle Police Department in this city is a disgrace. The toxic mix of the Seattle City Council's absurdity, the spinelessness of the mayor, the leniency of the prosecutor's office, and your failed leadership has accelerated this city's downhill slide straight to rock bottom. The problems were already brewing before you came on the scene, but since your arrival, it's been a free fall into anarchy and chaos. The Seattle City Council has lost touch with reality and is making decisions that defy common sense and basic logic. Their priority is playing politics and pandering to radical ideologies rather than genuinely serving the city's and its residents' best interest. Their absurd policies have turned Seattle into a playground for anarchists and criminals, and they seem utterly unconcerned with the devastating consequences of their actions. Now, she continues to go on, and it is a beautiful thing to read. I enjoyed reading it because it's true. Now, we see this in Democrat-run cities across the country. Let's tie that in to Soros-funded DAs in Democrat-run cities, David, like New York, now like Stockton, California, going after the 7-Eleven store employees who beat down a thief 
with a walking stick, which was a beautiful thing to see. I thoroughly enjoyed it and hope that criminal thief loser's welts don't heal for six months. I hope it hurts and he wears bandages. These people are not going to wind up in jail. Police officers around the country are frustrated. The ATF is attacking law-abiding people. And now, as you write, let's tie this all together. As I said, we'll make some stew out of this. With foreign nationals empowered to disarm Americans, who needs blue helmets? Tie this together for us. <laughs> Just go ahead. Take the mic until the top of the hour. Have at it, brother. Now this that, is ridiculous. That, that, that 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 is a lot to a lot to tie together and what you're seeing here is not just a failure in government though you're also seeing a term that i've used before on armed american radio and in my writing uh citizenship malpractice because who elects these people okay who 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 stands to uh believe what they say and and profit off of the promises that they make and allow their cities to descend into hell it's the voters that give them an unchallengeable majority and so you see this happening now in Washington, D.C., where they, they're saying, we're in a war zone. Well, they're all anti-gun. If you're living in a war zone, I would think that you would want a weapon of war. Instead, they're calling in, they want to call in the National Guard. And these are the same people who want to defund the police. Okay? It, it makes no sense. And then you go over to, uh, uh, what is it, Portland? or No, I'm sorry, Oakland, where the, the people are so plagued by crime that the police are saying, well, use air horns to scare away the predators. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute now. And, and I've, got a, I've got a draft in. I'm going to turn it into Ammo Land tomorrow uh, and, and expand on that. And, yeah, you're, you're right. This is not the, the only – this is uh, Governor Jay Pritzker in Illinois, okay, he who never met a gun he didn't want to ban, and and he signed basically a bill, non-citizens can now become police officers in Illinois. And in other words, we're talking foreign nationals are able to arrest and carry out gun control and citizen disarmament laws and red flag confiscations and whatever against Americans. And so my whole point on that was, you know, we've all been worried about or talking about the U.N. sending blue helmets to the United States to help confiscate guns, and who needs it when we've got our own source here that we've allowed into this country, uh, and we're putting them on police forces. Okay. Furthermore, how do you how do you take an oath to the Constitution, which the Constitution requires all state officers to take? Okay. If you're a foreign national, how do you take your oath or affirmation? And a final topic that I brought up, and this is something that nobody seems to want to talk about when, when they talk about just who they let into this country in the first place, is how do you do a vetting, okay? What records do they use, particularly if they're coming from third world countries where there is no record keeping system or things have been destroyed or the, you know, the, the administration there is corrupt? Who is it that you're letting in and you're making a police officer and giving them armed power over Americans with all the exemptions that law enforcement officers enjoy in terms of having guns in no-gun zones and, and different things like that? Or in California, being able to buy firearms that aren't on the, uh, uh, the safe list. Yeah, and you, what do you call it? Not upside-down world, but we live in what? what do you, how, how do you refer to it as? Backward? What do you oh. call it? Well, there's the bizarre word, but I think what you're talking about is, is for progressives, everything is opposite day. It's opposite day. Let, let's, let's take this a step further. Let's go to Eric Adams in New York. Let's, let's throw immigration into this pot of stew. This is a guy 
who is now screaming that New York City is a mess. We're, what, we're supposed to take in all these immigrants? We're a sanctuary city. We're going to remain that. But we have all these problems. We now need federal help. How come he wasn't saying that about the border towns that, oh, I don't know, are maybe a thousand population that are taking in immigrants, illegal aliens, and and not immigrants, these are illegal aliens, by the thousands, thousands that outweigh their own city populations. Uh, You know, so, yeah, this is, is, is opposite day. I've never seen anything like this. Meanwhile, defund the cops. What New York City's down, what, a thousand police officers over the last 12 months? I mean, good heavens. What, what do they expect to happen, David? What do they expect to happen? They're and then they go after bodega hands. store owners who, who defend themselves? And, and, and I, I expect that, uh, that guy to uh, turn around and, and sue the parent corporation and, and walk away with the settlement, by the way. Oh, which who 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 the, the, the guy that they got beat with a stick. Personally, oh, yeah, I, I kind of yeah. like the idea of of uh, you know maybe public shaming, you know, putting putting them in stocks and then maybe do a public caning or two. But we can't do that in this country, unfortunately. I think it, I think it would uh, it would make an impression on a lot of people and convince them that the punishment is real and the punishment is immediate. And if this happens, you know, again, you're really going to be sorry. Well, here's one for you that's really not politically correct. If you've been handed a death sentence and you pled guilty, oh, that sentence should be carried out immediately, as far as I'm concerned, in the town square. <laughs> now, well, that's politically incorrect. That's a controversial statement by the host of Armed American Radio, the gun nut. You want to see capital punishment become a deterrent? Carry it out swiftly. Simple as that. Are you, you, we you used to do that you, in this country. You, 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 you can't expect uh, children, Mark, who are old enough and mature enough to, according to Nancy Pelosi, to vote and, according to other Democrats, to uh, undergo uh, sex change surgery to witness something as horrible as real punishment, can you? <laughs> I've been saved by the bell at the break on that one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone when we come back from the break. We're going to stay provocative with David Codria because we can. And David, I want to get your opinion on on ATF. I've made some comments about ATF agents who now know they are working for a weaponized agency yet continue to work for that agency. What does that say about the agent, the individual agent who is willing to do these things to law-abiding citizens? Their neighbors. Their neighbors and and businesses business owners that maybe they frequent or even buy guns from as individuals. And then we're going to go to Hunter Biden because an interesting case. David Cody, one more segment right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yes, Daniel Defense, great company. I'm using my Daniel Defense pen. I've got a Sig Sauer shirt on. 
pretty cool stuff. We're in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Crossbreed Holsters mic. It's all brought to us every day by the great X Insurance. Let's continue this conversation with David Codria. We have one more segment with David. Unless David wants to stay for the next hour, David, you're welcome to do so if you wish. I've got some fun stuff to talk about. You're welcome. Uh, you know what? Today I cannot. The, the wife is coming back in at uh, 5.15 with some stuff, and her brother is here. So I'm, It's always I'm our better I'm, uh, halves, isn't it? It's always our better halves. And I, I, love and, uh, I love putting you on the spot on live radio. I love doing that. Anyway, you can kick me later for that one. But, you know, it's fun to do. David, um, let's go to ATF for just a minute. What does it say? When you have a rogue agency, we now know as a rogue agency, it has been thoroughly weaponized. And we have videos to prove. We've played the audio here. Uh, we've written about it. You've written about it. An agency where agents are now willfully going in and carrying out the orders of a tyrannical gun-hating regime, putting law-abiding gun dealers, many of, many of whom have been in business 40, 50 years, who second and third generation are going to be taking over, are now out of business because of clerical mistakes with this ridiculous zero-tolerance policy, which we all know is designed to put gun dealers out of business. What does it say about the individual agents who now know that to be the case, that are continuing to work there and do the bidding for the superiors who have been politicized and weaponized? And let me take it one step further. When there are police departments across this country screaming for good quality officers and help. They do not have to be working there. They could go anywhere. Why? What does it say about them that they continue to work in that environment knowing what they're doing? Yeah, Mark, I, 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 wish, I, I wish I had an answer to that. And all I can say is that, you know, I, I can't apply my own standards to it because I have been willing to quit jobs before when they went against my principles. Okay? I have quit jobs I, before. Yeah. And and uh, so so have I, as a matter of fact. Uh, but but the bottom line is uh, I'm just not seeing it in most, particularly most who decide to work for ATF. Uh, look at the look at the Seattle cop who waited until she was retired and safe from retaliation. OK, right. before before she dared to write that letter uh, to the police chief and, and the uh, and the city administration. Well, uh, now let me, yeah, let me stop it, you for a second. Let me stop you for a second on that. I can kind of see where she's coming from with her pension that she didn't want to risk after 23 years, right? And if at, you got if you have a pension, years you're in now? 15 years into ATF, are you going to risk your pension? Well, I, you know, same question, right? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think that there's convictions, but look, if you've worked for 20, you know, 23 years... Yeah, I get it, but at least she had the gumption to write that when we, she we, bailed. Yeah, how we, many, we, how many we, don't? We've seen, we, we've seen over the years a few, but just, just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw clean up ATF, which was concerned with uh, waste, abuse, corruption, and fraud, and that's where whistleblowers came from for Fast and Furious. And we saw that there were a few outstanding agents that came forward and mm -hmm. that, to my surprise, I became friends with. 
okay? But they're no longer with the agency, and they have basically uh, publicly renounced what the agency was doing, and their intent, even while they was were there, uh, even though I may have disagreed with them on the constitutionality of the whole thing, from their point of view, they their belief was that they were acting honorably. Okay, and that to me says a lot about a person's character if they believe that they're acting honorably. Uh, when you know that you're not, and you do it anyway, and you're just following orders. Uh, I've, I've got another little saying that I've used before that I guess it's not fair to judge them unless you've goose stepped a mile in their jackboots. So. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll leave that. You know, it's hard to get into somebody's head. I, I, I get the pension thing. I understand that. Okay. But there are lots of agents out there who are two, three, four years into their job where the pension's not an issue at this point, at this age, at this time in their career. Let's be real. All right. Yeah, I, I can understand somebody that's been there 19 years and is looking at retiring in, you know, 10 months when they hit 20. I get that. Well, right. Let me ask you this. What's what's the, uh, the, 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 the newer ones? They went through school recently. What were they taught in school? What were they taught in college? What kind of education did they receive on the Constitution? Have they gone through that evolution that you and I may have gone through uh, to go from being kind of just average citizens to learning that there were things wrong, looking further into it, and finding out for ourselves how wrong things actually are? Have they gone through that evolution that you and I have, and are they old enough to have gone through it? Okay, I thought that's that's another factor. Okay, are they old enough? Yeah, a a lot of that comes with with, uh, you know, age and experience that sometimes they don't have that longevity. Okay, how many? Well, there's a lot of them. Those are the those are the scary ones, right? Those are the ones that go and buy guns at Paul's gun shop, and then two days later will go and go after Paul's gun shop because they didn't dot an I or cross a T. Sure. That's just, you know, those freaks are out there as well. There's, you know, we've often said, look, there's somebody in jail from every walk of life. There's doctors in prison. There's lawyers in prison. There's, you know, prison guards in prison. There's cops in prison. There's judges in prison. I mean, there are people that just do bad things. It doesn't matter, you know, what their socioeconomic status is or what they do for a living. Those people are just out there. I'd like to believe, and I think I'm right, that there are far fewer of them then there are good cops. The vast majority of cops out there are good cops. I would like to think that the vast majority of ATF agents are good people that are not politicized at the top and don't like what's going on and might hate it. But, man, when they still do it and they're still coming after their neighbors, that's when you have to question. That's, that's, so it is a legitimate question, I think. Let's move over I to have, the Fifth Circuit. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I also think, though, that when you're talking about, well, they're good, they're good, they're good, you also have to look into, well, maybe they're not actively doing bad, but are they turning a blind eye when they see their colleagues doing bad? There's that, too. See, that's why this is a big pot of stew, ladies and gentlemen. We throw all this stuff out there. Hey, we put all the ingredients in a pot. You stir it up and make whatever meal you want out of it. These, these, these conversations are designed to make you think about these things, maybe in ways that you hadn't thought about them before. And uh, hopefully they're eye-openers for you. Hopefully when you lay your head down on your MyPillow 2.0 cooling pillow tonight with the AAR <laughs> promo code that you bought, you think about this. <laughs> David's like, I had to. Put it in there. It was a shameless plug. Right? You're, you're, you're good. You're a pro, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> David, I didn't get to the Fifth Circuit, and I'll, I'll, I'll hold that off. I, I do want to ask you about this. It's kind of an evergreen story. It's not going to go away anytime soon. But the Fifth Circuit, uh, according to Fox News, dealt a blow to federal gun statute used in Hunter Biden case 
when uh, the U.S. Court of Appeals of the Fifth Circuit yesterday voided a federal law that prevents unlawful drug users from possessing firearms. So that's something I would have liked to have talked with you about. And we'll do that next week. We'll bring you on the program. Like I said, it's a fairly evergreen story. Uh, David Kodria, dude, thank you for everything that you do and for bringing your wit and wisdom, powerful wit and wisdom to Armed American Radio on a regular basis. I'm going to go let you hang out with your family now and have a big fat cup of Defender coffee, maybe something a little bit stronger. And one of those big giant cigars you have. I'll be in your footsteps not too far behind you, brother. David Codria, WarOnGuns.com. That's the clearinghouse for everything David has. You can also visit him at AmmoLand.com. Read everything David writes. You will be a smarter person, and you will certainly be smarter than the lowest common denominator on the other side. I can promise you that. When we come back, I'm going to do something fun with you. I Googled the words gun control. And I chose not to read anything that came up. We're going to go through them live on the air together and see what we can make out of that. Be right back. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve. 